0: Eight nine ten.
1: Yeah, you're like a uh, second, second off. Tough. Yeah, what kind of internet you got there?
0: <laughs> Fucking bootleg beach internet.
2: FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking New users up with an epic Olympic bonus. Just place your first bet of at least ten dollars on any Olympic sport and get a hundred dollar bonus. Bet at least twenty dollars and you'll get a two hundred dollar bonus. That's a bonus up to two hundred dollars, regardless of the outcome of the bet. To get you started, here are my Olympic picks. I'm taking USA men's basketball to win, Simone Biles to win the women's vault. Remember, you'll get the bonus on any Olympic event, baseball, soccer, track and field, and more when you place your first bet of $10 or more between July 19th and July 27th. Promotions like this are just one of the reasons why I love betting with America's number one sports book. It's easy to use, safe and secure, fast payouts, and you get paid in as little as 24 hours. So download the FanDuel Sportsbook app with the promo code ROADTRIPPIN and go for the gold today. That's promo code ROADTRIPPIN. Disclaimer, 21 years and older and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Minimum bet $10, max bonus $200. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 1-800 bets off if you're in iowa 1-800-9-with-it in indiana 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in michigan 1-800 gambler new jersey pennsylvania illinois or virginia Tennessee, Redline 1 800 889 9789, or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Hey, Road Tripping fam, don't get stuck doing the same workouts. Making progress towards the future you means overcoming new challenges. There's no perfect body that everyone can achieve, but what we can do is continually become a better version of ourselves. I feel like I'm getting stronger and faster thanks to the personalized training. I normally get bored of workout routines a week or two in, but Fitbod keeps things fresh. Fitbod's helped me work out every muscle group without overworking any of them. Fitbod creates a program based on your unique body, experience, and environment. Their logarithm uses data and analytics to help you build on your last workout to maximize your results. Pick up the pace on your fitness journey with FitBod today. And your future self will thank you. Get 25% off your membership at FitBod.me slash RoadTrippin. That's 25% off at FitBod.me slash RoadTrippin. Cheers! Welcome to this edition of Road Trip and presented by FanDuel. I'm your host, Ali Clifton, alongside Channing Fryer, Richard Jefferson. It has been way too long.
0: Yes, I, it has. Long. I
2: think it's been like two weeks, three weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yes, I missed you guys. Yeah, I missed you too. You're you a liar. really? <laughs>
1: Channing's a liar. You know what? I missed myself. Because, you know, going to Atlanta and doing three or four different things, and then Richard was doing his thing, seeing him every day. When I got done, you know, technically with my, my work time, I was just like, "What do I do with myself?" So I've been yeah. doing Peloton workouts
0: and shooting outside with my kids. And I had another, another two weeks of work to do, uh, finals. That was fun. Yeah,
1: working every day. And you flew? Did you fly from Milwaukee to Phoenix each time? Yeah,
0: yeah. We were there. We were on location, Milwaukee, Phoenix. Yeah. Kind of rooting for an LA, like I. But yeah. look, it could have been worse because if the Clippers wouldn't have won, then I would have been on location for the Western Conference Finals and the NBA Finals. But hey, no one's complaining about working. No,
1: no, work is work is good. It's just it's been a wild season, I think, for all of us and everyone who had to work. Like you know, the bubble, right, Richard? You had to go to the bubble. Go the bubble. And then you, yeah, and then you got done, and we didn't really take a break. No, and
0: then you keep going and then you got christmas a whole day games season. yeah christmas day games and and so it was like as soon as like as soon as that bad boy started we started firing out but no you know i am you know congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks i think that was awesome what they did i am a little worried about their following year considering we saw all the teams that went far last year struggle this year and they got two guys in the in, that are going to the olympics so
2: they this might is my be- this is my favorite topic And it's also my favorite when a team wins, and then not even seconds later, everyone's like, "Oh, they can't do it again. Oh, they're not going to be able to do it again. Oh, how about how about the fan in Milwaukee? God loves small market fans. They give their most. They're so emotional. They're so." Did he get
0: a tattoo? Did he get a tattoo? What did he do?
2: The sign that was in the crowd at the parade that said "Fire Coach Bud." (laughs) (laughs) They just just won a title
1: you know what, but I'll say this, the NBA is a ruthless place. Um, and I, think about how many coaches have won coach of the year and then got fired. So it's like, oh, yeah. you know, winning a chip may be a little different, but I think, you know what, like I, the Bucks are a unique team and, and let's just put this out there. Giannis went crazy, right? And, and I always say this stupid analogy, certain guys are moth and other guys are roaches, and he went. He had an opportunity, and he went straight to the light. Right? Hang on.
2: I need the analogy. Right. Moth and roaches.
1: Yeah, Some roaches hide. Roaches hide from the light. light. moths go straight to it. And Giannis went beeline straight to it, like Independence Day. Right? <laughs> having that seat
2: <laughs> up, yours. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Wait a this. second. So you're giving Giannis credit? We're here to finally give no, Giannis this credit. See, okay. This let's is, let's let's yeah, say this.
1: He, he's always been amazing us talking about his skill set is still the same right he's not fancy we would like to see I guess during a regular season we would like to see more which is actually a stupid thing for us to even say (laughs) right but you know people were retweeting me like oh Giannis can't score that was in November right guys get better (laughs) that
2: is it though, better. is it though that he can't
0: score or is it the shooting? Well, no, wait, look, okay. Okay. Chan, Chan. Let me let me, yes. let me, let me, let me, let me, let me jump in here. Please jump in. There. It's hard. The hardest thing for our job to do. And respectfully is to give analysis. But when we're comparing Channing or when we're comparing Giannis, <laughs> we're not comparing him to myself. We're not comparing him to Channing. We're, com- we're comparing for- him to other greats in the game. And that's really, and that's where people that's, get lost. People get lost when you're like, oh, you said, it's like, no, no, no. Look, no one, like, no one, like people make a scene. The media hates on Giannis. And it's like, well, who, and guess up, what, dumbass? Guess who votes on MVPs? Guess who votes on defensive player of the year? Don't tell us that, that the media hates somebody that keeps winning awards. That's not the way it works. The criticism comes from the same criticism if Michael Jordan, who was criticized early in his career, if LeBron James was criticized early in his career, Giannis, if you win the MVP and then you get your then you get swept after winning two straight games. Very similar to how they like um, criticize Chris Paul for all of his postseason struggles. If you are up 2-0 to go to the conference finals and you're the MVP and you get swept, people are going to be critical of you. If you follow that up the next year by winning MVP and defensive player of the year, and then you get your head beat in by a young, inexperienced Miami team, the fuck you think is about to happen? (laughs) We're about to give you a bunch of fucking shit. I'm like tired of this, like, oh, you guys. It's like, no, 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 not us. Your team was on some bullshit. And then even this year, look, you win a championship. Congratulations. We didn't want negativity for you. We just wanted who the next great player is to uphold the standard of all the great players prior to him. Now that's positive and negative to move the game forward. And Giannis did that. Awesome. We want the guy that's gonna win MVPs to also be winning championships. We yeah. want that for him. Yeah. Like we want that. Because if you keep winning MVPs and you keep getting your head in the busted in the postseason, fuck you want us to do.
2: Yeah. When was the last time prior to Giannis? I'm drawing a blank where the season MVP won the chip that year.
0: I, I don't maybe Braun. Maybe he, yeah. If he Braun won back to back in Miami, then he had to have won the championship that yeah. one of those years. Um,
2: think, think about that though, to your point, because Giannis didn't win the MVP this year.
0: No, I, I don't would say who is the last one. Who was the last one? Dirk didn't. Good question and Steve Nash didn't uh Shaq I believe Shaq maybe sure. won it here he won it in 2000 um, Kobe didn't Derek Rose didn't um that's what I'm saying it's hard it's, it's less about it's more about you don't have to you don't have to win the championship in the MVP that's not it it's more not about your same year not in the same year it's no. more about your performance and sure. then you know We love Giannis. There's nothing negative to say about Giannis as a person, as a competitor, as a person that has gotten better every single damn year. There's nothing bad to say about the dude other than motherfucker, we need you to show up in the postseason when it matters most. And he did, he did. Now there'll be people that'll question the team, the teams that he played against, the health, the year. I'm not gonna get into all of that, but at the end of the day- What is your take on
2: that? Channing, what is your take? Since Rich doesn't want to get into it, I'll let you start it.
1: <laughs> I think injuries happen every single year, but I think more injuries happen to bigger name players this year than other years, which is unfortunate. But you still got to win, right? You still, still have to go out and win, which they did. When I saw his injury, now I don't know what kind of medical staff they had <laughs> when I saw his knee bow back like a hot twizzler. I was like, that's it. But yeah. his yeah, stubbornness, need- th- to me, if you watch that series, Milwaukee's stubbornness and physicality broke the Suns. Broke a lot of teams. Like, if you watch, it broke every, there was no player, and I said this on Twitter, and people were like, what are you talking about? With Dario Saric, Torres ACL, mm-hmm. I said, that's a problem. Because Jake Crowder's not big enough for Giannis on a consistent basis. DeAndre Aiden can't move his feet, right? And then um, my man from Wisconsin, that's just a bad matchup, right? Kaminsky. And so you would say, okay, Dario's another body. You need to throw three, four, five people at Giannis to just, like, if you notice the fouls the first two games, they were fouling the crap out of Giannis. The last four games, Giannis was straight, boom, bitch, beep.
0: <laughs> and and yeah, you know what I like? Giannis deserves, and they and, didn't and want Giannis, no parts of it. Yeah, and, and, it Giannis, just like, and, over, and Giannis over. deserves to talk all this shit. You have a fifty-point game. Shit. You go seventeen for nineteen in the free throw line. How the about that, game.
2: though? Yeah. Again, so look, man. Uh, look really quick, Ooh, really quick. T.O. seventeen of nineteen. Did you hear what the bar in Milwaukee did? What? 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 There was a bar in Milwaukee. That every time Giannis hit a free throw, they had to take a shot. No, oh. people were dead. They, yeah, and they. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Look that one up. Yeah, we oh talked about that. That'd that, it it be some like you know first
0: tangerine joints. Signs, there are signs throughout uh, uh, Milwaukee that says "Drink Wisconsibly." <laughs> and trust me, they were like that is not drinking Wisconsibly. No. Yeah, so Midwest. Yeah, okay, sorry, sorry Rich. Oh. Go on. My bad. No, 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 no. It, it's. Look, people need to understand, and this is the hardest part when doing our job, but also dealing with fans that feel like people give a fuck what they say via their Twitter, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, dude, like, what did you, like, people were like, why don't you just say that you were wrong about Giannis? And i was like, was I? Because when I said that shit, it was Giannis and Middleton. Then they went out and got Drew Holiday. Then they and went Bobby Portis and, Portis, and P.J. And like, Tucker. You know, yeah, it's like, look. Again, we, me and Channing and the people that do this, we speak for hours every single day. You guys want to dissect what the fuck we say, we don't really give a shit about what I don't saying. remember half the thing. I, yeah. I <laughs> no, I look and, and so like my whole thing with the Giannis thing is like, look, you guys understood the context of what I was saying. I said he might be a Pippin who is a six-time champion, defensive player of the year, all of a sudden. I said, Well, Giannis Pippin doesn't have, I was like, Oh, okay, all right, cool. Pippin doesn't have MVPs. The point that I'm trying to make is that Giannis needs somebody that's in the late game. Very how like Shaq had Kobe. Very similar how how, you know, um
1: but Shaq will tell you he happened. needed Kobe and Dwyane. Yeah, Wayne and so, That's so it's like, crazy. you guys
0: know it. So like, your argument is that I didn't use the the best metaphor. That I didn't use the best analogy. <laughs> My bad. You got what the fuck I was saying. Right? Let me like,
2: let you, me ask. Let me go to the to the right a minute because you just handled. You guys both just handled kind of the fan perspective. Right. What about when, for instance after the game um, and shout out to Malika Andrews, by the way, Um, she was phenomenal um, in terms of her responsibility on the sideline handling that role as well as the ceremony. Um, But within that ceremony, Giannis um, was asked a question to which he talked about how, you know, I had to hear it for so long about my brother Costas winning, right? So acknowledging what he's hearing from the media um, basically saying he's listening. Then you followed up, Channing, your team partners with Kristen Ludlow and the crew. Right. Um, I believe it was PJ Tucker and who he sat down with, I can't remember, talking about your crew, Richard, and how you guys called Milwaukee the dumbest team. I did and not say that. Hear that. It, I, you I hear it from, it. hang on, you hear it from the fan side. What do you guys feel when you hear players acknowledge <laughs> Indirectly, that they've listened Fuck. to the things Channing, you guys Channing, say. Channing, Channing, how
0: many motherfuckers was talking shit when we was down three-one? <laughs> everybody.
1: everybody, everybody. It's over.
0: It's over. They've never did. They're trash. They're gonna trade everyone. LeBron needs to retire. Fucking yeah, that's part of it. Look, like, you let me show you how 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 a part of it it is. LeBron James won the MVP or, or won the Finals MVP won the championship, Ali, you'll like this one, shows up the next year, has the number one rated defense, the number one seed in the West, gets hurt, has a bad couple of months, and now everyone's saying, he's like the fifth best player in the league. It's like, the motherfucker just won the finals MVP like nine months ago, and now he's trash. So it's like, dude, like-
1: it's I, hard I to- said he should retire. Yeah, <laughs> I say it all
0: the yeah. time. I say he's trash. People he took
1: me so, way too seriously so when I players, say
0: that players hear it even Braun was cracking jokes when i was ca- i i basically said every team on their last run with the lakers i said every team was going to beat them just because sometimes like I, look there are certain people that if you listen to you're going to get great basketball analysis zach low woge you know windhorse whoever you like there's certain guys that like to give you hot takes and stir the fire like you know um, you know, Stephen A and, and Max Kellerman and Perk. Big Perk alert. Big, big Perk alert. And then there's people like me and Channing that just kind of <laughs> like to throw things out there and then back up and see <laughs> what happens. We're here for fun. Yes.
2: Like guys,
0: like we're here talking basketball like we're fucking drinking in a bar with you. We can argue, we can go back and forth. But at the end of the day, when we leave that bar, we don't think about it anymore. No like we're not gonna go out to the be- remember seven months ago when we were drinking at wisconsin and we were taking shots remember when you said that it's like no yeah cool i said it who gives a shit
2: you know okay. did bron say anything to you when you said he should retire
0: no he just they put it in the, the group chat
1: <laughs> all <laughs> we did was laugh at it <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah if he doesn't average 25 he should retire don't ruin his Yeah, he stinks. He He stinks. stinks. He's not averaging 25 (laughs) anymore at 38 years old. My bad. He stinks. Yeah. I think it's been a while since we've seen a team bully. And no, I'm not going to use the word bully for Suns fans. Physically dominate another team like that over after losing the first two. Right? And I would even say us. But then we had Kyrie. Went crazy. We had Braun who went crazy, and guys. But like the Bucks weren't doing anything necessarily different. They were doing it more physical. you, you saw Bobby Portis in there rebounding one on five. PJ Tucker getting, and then when Drew Holiday was guarding Chris Paul, it just you could just see it just like wore <laughs> them down. It like, and they just like didn't want to. They were like backing up on Giannis, which I don't agree with. I think that's, like,
2: what it was, though, to your point, Channing. They just played a physical style of basketball, and for so long we've seen it done a different way. Because in that net series, Richard, that's when I texted you, and I said just watching Milwaukee, it appears sometimes they just make the game look so freaking hard.
0: Well, that's where – and that's where Kendrick Perkins' dumb basketball came in. They're, like – when they're saying that they're dumbest team, and I don't give a – like – I'm not, I'm not going to like back up his statement. They're champions and I will never disrespect the champion. That being said, there are champions that make the game look easy. There's champions that make the game look easy. Warriors made the game look easy. Kaz, when we were rolling, we made the game look easy. It was popping. It was cruising. It was shared ball. It was locked in defense. Like, we always were out in front of our opponent. Our opponent was constantly trying to catch up. For us with the Cavs, the only team that was always out in front of us were the Warriors because they were that, they were that good. The, the, the Milwaukee Bucks are the only team that they could step on the court and be the best team, but still be playing catch up. That's what the, that's what the point was. It's like, you're a better team than Atlanta. Why are you constantly playing catch up? Why are you having to react to what they are doing? I think that was a point, but you know, to, to touch in, and I'm probably going to say this a couple of places. So I'll hear it first. I'll hear it first. Giannis is going to be, he's going to win five MVPs. He's going to be ridiculous. He's going to win multiple championships. Cause I think people will want to play with that type of greatness, especially guys that are known as closers, but all the who's the best and who's this Channing agree with me. The most important player he might not be the best player he might not be this he might not be that the most important player in the game of basketball is LeBron James until the day he fucking retires he's say what you want I, Kevin Durant's a greatest scorer. this person Steph Curry's the greatest shooter like Giannis is is the next and finals MVP most important to the game of basketball until he says he's done LeBron James that's one that nobody if you dare open your mouth to try and dispute it especially if you work at ESPN call the ratings department call the ratings department call upstairs to Bristol and be like hey can you get me these stats like what is our ratings with him versus everybody else that's just the fact that's why he's the first billionaire active (laughs) athlete we've ever seen so that's my my thing is this
1: and uh, sorry Ali I'll be real quick Until Giannis, like, until Giannis or whoever's on the East beats LeBron, right, in a pressure situation, there will always be an excuse. And that's just unfortunate, right? There's always going to be, no matter who wins, there's always a gripe, a 50-50 gripe. So enjoy your moment. Stop listening to us if you're the Bucks. It's our job to give you an opinion. Because guess what? obviously when somebody goes hey Giannis why do why did I say that the Bucs don't make good in-game adjustments you had P.J. Tucker guarding Kevin Durant all game like you have other players on your team so that's like obviously we're going to be there as coaching and to be real
0: if James Harden had played or Kyrie we might be talking different and it's amazing how how right you become when you win right it's all worth it. It's like, mm, yeah, to a degree. No, but that's the thing. It's like, we have to split hairs, right? Like we're up here talking about other championships teams. We're up here talking about Giannis winning two MVPs in this. And we're like, well, he needs to do this better. And you're like, we're not taking away from his greatness. We're not taking, is that Hendrix?
1: Yeah, Hendrix, you pop Hendrix? your head in here.
0: What up, whoa, what happened to your hair, Hendricks?
1: Come here, come here now. we need a mini
0: channing if wow, we've ever. Oh ridiculous. my god! He does have a lineup. It's just blonde. Oh god! Don't do that, Hendrix. Hendrix. I know your dad has not taught you a ton, but you got to get a lineup, homie. He has a lot to get a. Look, that is not his a lineup. hair is blonde. No, he does. Oh, you got. It's but then you got to right push there. it back a little bit. You, you got, got like a calic. You, you got to like get the back and push
2: it back. Hendrix, you're a cutie. He
1: does have two. He has the mixed kid cowlicks. He has two of them.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, we're gonna have. All to, right. Have as much as, as paint we, paint we love the dye.
2: Milwaukee Bucks and kudos and,
0: I'm sorry. What'd you say, Rich? I just talked. Oh, about so we're gonna have to give him the spray paint dye so we can line them up. <laughs> the Beijing. The Beijing. <laughs>
2: um, as much as we love the Milwaukee Bucks, kudos <laughs> to them. Shout out to them. What an order, uh, by Giannis. What a iconic moment by PJ Tucker on the stage with the champagne bottle. Oh, I want to frame that. It um, I feel like he outdid both of you in that moment, um, for your parade celebration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: we were,
2: our, but our let's remind everyone that this is road trip and it's not Milwaukee Bucks live. So right, right. moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. We do have to take a break in a minute. However, I want to spend just a little bit of time because the next phase of our world, the NBA draft, July 29th, free, it just begins August 2nd. Um, and there's a lot of rumors swirling around already. So to kind of narrow this in, unless it takes you guys otherwise, because obviously you guys cover uh, the NBA on a national scale, but we're all tied to our own respective regional um, teams, if you will, Lakers, Blazers, Nets. Um, What do you want to see with your team? What do you want to see overall, I guess, in the NBA, if it comes to that? Would you like to see a move made, a move that you think needs to be made? Um, Where is like the number one priority focus that you're looking here in the offseason? Channing.
1: Man, <laughs> out of these <laughs> three teams, you go <laughs> you know the
2: entire NBA, but I, I just no, didn't... no,
1: no, no. Well, here's the thing. Number one, I like the Chauncey Billups hire. I didn't coming from here. I didn't like the way it was set up or approached, like on media day. The communication between the organization and its fans and the, and the people of Portland is not very good. Uh, I think this team is redundant. I think how many years are you going to stay loyal to a team that underachieves, has been injured and that really doesn't have a chance to win a chip like if you read the rumors nobody wants to come to portland they're all like the lakers or the nets right which is crazy which you guys are on here for me you move bring somebody fresh in right and go for it you have Damian lillard we could all agree Damian lillard's a top 10 player in the nba maybe higher than that i'm just being safe right for me you can't, if you keep Norma Powell, you can't keep C.J. Uh, CJ McCullum. You can't play three guys that are 6'3". If you look, <laughs> right? If you look at, like, what won the championship, Drew Holiday is 6'5", 6'6". Chris Drew Holiday is like 6'6", 6'6" 6'7". Six, but a big 6'4". But, like, they <laughs> have been a- strong.
0: Yeah, he, played, he can guard guys bigger than him very easily. Right. On a, guards, day, on, a so yeah, me, on a good day, he's six
1: On a good day. And so for me, I just don't think that style of game is going to win anymore.
0: Well, I, I, my thing, and in, in, I, I, look, Dame is one of my favorite players that since I've been watching the game of basketball, like his approach, but I still think superstars need to take some responsibility. And like Dame, Dame, his his style of play is so unique. Like he's yeah. not a great defender, especially at a position where you think guards, but neither is Steph Curry. Right. Like he's not a great defender. So that's not the real, the real knock, but it's like, he's got to figure it out in the, in my idea. It's like, they don't have high assist numbers as a team. They're not great. They're 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 not great. Yeah, Yeah. They're not great defensively. So like where, while you can be an amazing individual talent, while you can be an amazing individual talent, you also have to understand that there are things that you can be better at. Right. And I think when superstars, To a degree, look internally and be like, "Where can I be better?" I think that's how Portland can kind of help their team because you are—you are right. Have you seen this roster?
1: It's yeah, there's garbage.
0: It's not a good roster. Garbage is bad. Nurk missed.
1: Nurk hasn't really played ever, right? In the last two years. CJ's thirty. Dame is thirty-one. That's not healthy.
2: Robert
1: Covington is however old. There's no length. There's no physicality. And then the one guy that they really say, oh, this is the guy we're developing is Anthony Simons, who is, you know, a six man, I don't want to say at best because I don't want to limit guys, but like there's no excitement, right? Mix this up. You can't eat
2: regular stale crackers all the time. I'm talking about I'm getting a five star meal. Speaking of Anthony Simons, did you guys see the game show he just went on with Bill Walton the other night?
1: Oh God. No. The
2: game show, it was hilarious. They had oh, to basically you. guess, like he had to guess who it was from the olden days and Bill had to guess who it was from like today. It was so good. He was
0: <laughs> great. It, I have a feeling it was great because of Bill. Because of Bill. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have Bill on here soon, people. No, <laughs> God.
2: Um, what do you guys think about, what do you want to see with the Nets, Rich? Um, Were they really just a toenail away?
0: Well, they, it was health, uh, health. They were more than ton I don't think a tonell away from winning a championship, um, but um, I, I just health. I, I think that there's nothing that they're lacking. I think when you look at, you have DeAndre Jordan, um, uh, you got Claxton. So you got some size and Claxton. It looks like a young Jared Allen, um, you know, who they had to trade to Cleveland to get the deal done. Uh, they're not lacking anything. That's the crazy thing about the Mets. They were lacking health. They probably could use, you know, maybe another, you know, power forward. You know, maybe another wing defender. Um, uh, but but they're they're with James Harden there. One of the things that they were lacking before James Harden got there is they needed a point guard, in my opinion. But then they get like the best scoring guard in the league that's leading the league in assistant James Harden so that was one of their things that they needed to address did they have the size to go against Philly and Milwaukee and do they have a point guard because you were just going to have KD and Kyrie then you get James Harden I think the entire basketball community is looking at the Nets and they're like if those boys are healthy there's nothing we can right and I think it's very similar to looking at the Golden State Warriors if they are if we are if the Golden State Warriors are healthy there's nothing anybody can do and so I think you start to see guys get antsy. You start to see Chris Paul. What am I going to do? You start to hear Dame Lillard because he's like, if I want to win a championship, it's not just about being, how can I make my team better? It's like, I need to be able to beat those guys. Mm-hmm. If you want to win a championship, you got to be able to beat the warriors. Or you got to be able to beat Bron. Or you got to be able to beat, you got to be able to beat KD and now, um, and the yes, Brooklyn Nets. Yes, yes. And so- I don't think that they need much. I don't really don't think Jeff Green was outstanding for them this year. Like what they need to do is let me say this: what they need to do is bring back as many guys as they possibly can. Jeff Green, if Blake Griffin is going to sign for a minimum contract again, bring back as many people. And don't forget, Lamarcus Aldridge also retired. So, like mm-hmm. you thought the Nets mm-hmm. team was good. Imagine if they still had Lamarcus. So I just don't think there's much. What do you think from the Lakers? Because the Lakers a lot of things are being said by the Lakers. Dude, do you see how many rumors? Everybody (laughs) wants to go there.
2: I now fully understand when I was hired here and um, I was told in Cleveland I would work the season and then I was off for the entire off season. And now obviously I was paid for games. So it kind of worked out when I came here. It was, oh no, no, you don't just work the NBA season. You work the off season. And I was like, huh? And they were (laughs) like, I go, why? Like, what are we talking about?
0: Lakers don't have an off season.
2: Literally their answer was, Allie, you're covering the Lakers. And I was like, okay. And now I know why. Because every single day it's something and it's wonderful. They've got five guys signed, locked in on their roster as it stands today. And if you count Jared Dudley, who says there's no way in hell that they're trading him because they need him. Um, They've got six, but obviously all the noise, the news about CP, about Russ, um, Goran Dragic, another name. Obviously, Ooh, you forgot about Rosen and Lowry. They need shooting. My question: Do you guys think that they need to make a big splash?
1: Fuck yeah, hell yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Hell yes. Well, yeah. Well, it's because this. Okay, I I agree. You didn't win the championship. This is why. And you saw what they did after they won the championship, and the turnover on the roster then. Yeah. Well, and they Ooh. were fine. They were fine until they all got banged up. But this is why. Yeah.
0: It's a simple equation. Braun is 30, he'll be 37, 37 years old, maybe. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, but hear me out. This is why. Anthony Davis was supposed to be the guy that helps carry LeBron, right? So on the nights where LeBron might not have it, it's supposed to be Anthony Davis. On the night where, and we've seen that Anthony Davis and Braun both need rest for different reasons. Braun's getting older. Anthony Davis gets banged up because he plays a, a certain style of game. So when Bron sits out, we can see that Anthony Davis needs somebody else out there to help, right? Whether it's a a tier star, they thought Schroeder could possibly be like the Drew Holiday type, you know, and again, he was always banged up, but when, but when, but when Anthony Davis is going to miss time, it can't just be the 37 year old Bron carrying your team to a certain degree for 10, 15, whatever games. If you have a second, third, or excuse me, if you have a third legitimate star, then it makes it easier to give those guys nights off, right? And both of those guys are gonna need nights off. That's why you can't go two stars and good players. You need three stars and role players. A good name to me
1: would be Kyle Lowry, right? To me, Kyle Lowry, he, he can play off the ball. He's a screen and roll guy solid defender getting up in age so you don't but like when braun isn't in there he can run a team and that was really the problem when braun sat out schroeder shot the ball every single time (laughs) right and you know it's just like you know he didn't make anybody better and i think you know what's crazy is like you need somebody when braun goes out that can run a team for six to 12 minutes or for a game
2: right Mm -hmm. and then
1: if they get Somebody like DeRozan too, and Lowry. Now you have that one two punch set with that chemistry, and you have one on one guys where it's like, oh, we're going to play possession basketball. Anthony Davis, DeRozan. Anthony Davis, DeRozan, swing, swing, three pointer, three pointer. Now you're up by nine. And then now you have two or three guys that control the, control the pace of the game and are playing chess. Also, they're champions. Well, except for DeRozan, but they're, you know, they're champions.
2: There's also that issue called money, which the Lakers That's, don't have a whole lot of. Um, you better
1: get some rid of, rid of some people.
2: There's some people you gotta get rid of now. And on that note, nah. <laughs> quick break. On the backside, uh, we're gonna dive into the 04 Olympics and Richard Jefferson No, just the Olympics.
0: Just the Olympics.
2: Quarter. Okay, just the Olympics.
0: Yeah,
1: nobody wanna dive into that poop fest. Poop fest. <laughs> poop fest. <laughs>
2: FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking New Year'sers up with an epic Olympic bonus. Just place your first bet of at least $10 on any Olympic sport and get a $100 bonus. Bet at least $20 and you'll get a $200 bonus. That's a bonus up to $200 regardless of the outcome of the bet. To get you started, here are my Olympic picks. I'm taking USA men's basketball to win, Simone Biles to win the women's vault. Remember, you'll get the bonus on any Olympic event, baseball, soccer, track and field, and more when you place your first bet of $10 or more between July 19th and July 27th. Promotions like this are just one of the reasons why I love betting with America's number one sports book. It's easy to use, safe and secure, fast payouts, and you get paid in as little as 24 hours. So download the FanDuel Sportsbook app with the promo code Road Trippin' and go for the gold today. That's promo code Road Disclaimer: 21 years and older, and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Minimum bet $10. Max bonus $200. Bonus issued. As non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 1-800 bets off if you're in iowa 1-800-9-with-it in indiana 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in michigan 1-800 gambler new jersey pennsylvania illinois or virginia Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 or visit www.1800gambler.net. Hey road tripping fam. Have you heard of FitBod? FitBod creates a fitness program that continually adapts with new exercises and dynamic intensity that adjust to how you're progressing. So you'll be challenged to meet your goals at your own pace. No workout is one size fits all. FitBod creates a fitness program that continually adapts to you. So you stay challenged with new exercises, pacing, and intensity based on where you are and where you want to be. As a former athlete, I tend to get bored easily and also lack a full-body workout if not trained by a professional. With FitBot, I feel like they consistently keep things new and fresh, as well as target all muscle groups to maximize your full potential at getting stronger. Whether you're exercising three days a week or twice a day, every workout is scientifically proven to be better than the last. No equipment, no worries. FitBod has bodyweight routines for those looking to get fit in home or on the go. FitBod is a super easy to use and even has HD video tutorials to make learning new exercises a breeze. Pick up the pace on your fitness journey with FitBod today and your future self will thank you. Get 25% off your membership at FitBod.me slash roadtrippin. That's 25% off at FitBod.me slash roadtrippin. All right, welcome back. Today we're doing something special for our friends over at Jim Beam. Welcome to the Bourbon Hour segment. With the loss of our commutes this year, we all know about it. We've also lost the natural break between the workday and the evening. I've definitely felt that. My guys have felt that, and it's been a bit tougher, um, more tougher than ever this year to remember to take time for myself, for everyone. Um, to transition from work to relaxation so our friends at Jim Beam want to help solve this so we can get our me time back beat the burnout and commit to taking the hour of 6 to 7 p.m. as your me time where you turn your phone on do not disturb and do something that you love with no strings attached I actually put my phone on do not disturb a lot more than just one hour but with the finals behind us and the celebration in full force I want to ask you guys in the days following the championship in 2016 let me take you back for a minute Um, I'm sure there was a lot of Jim Beam flowing in Cleveland. I am pretty sure, Channing, there was a moment you spent with Jim Beam. Um, What did you find, (laughs) (laughs) uh, what did you do to find your bourbon hour? When were you finally able to take a step back and breathe it all in? Channing, do you remember that specific moment?
1: Yeah, well, I had two. So the first one was coming off the plane uh, and, uh, you know, driving home. And I stopped at this place called Don Ramone's. Um, and watched us get off the plane and ordered the biggest margarita they had and cried like a baby uh, just realizing that we had won a chip. And the second one was during the parade with Richard. Uh, it was hot and we ran out of waters and somebody had a handle of Jim Beam and we were taking pulls off of it. Hang on. And there might be you've never heard this story. story. Well, you were right there, Ally. You might have been there on the thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now, now was it the most responsible thing? So because... <laughs> No, this is the thing. Cleveland looked like they hadn't planned a parade in 50 years. Any footage that you'll see, <laughs> you'll see everybody packed up against us. Were we sober at the start of it? No. After being in the sun for hours, because what was supposed to be like a 30, 45 minute parade route ended up taking hours. Four hours. Because there was no barriers. There was no barriers. Everybody was on. So we were just taking swigs of anything that we could find. And,
2: you know. <laughs> of anything we could find. Oh, yeah, we were we're but the good Angles. news is we
0: found some, finally somebody sent us some good shit and we got the Jim Beam and we were just, you know, it, it took us a while before we got the good stuff. It was like some Pabst Blue Ribbon, no disrespect. There's uh, nothing else with PBR.
1: Yeah, some PBR, PBR, hot, PBR ain't it. hot PBRs. It on, a, on, a, is. on
0: a hot day, a hot PBR doesn't hit the spot. The mountains uh, not now, blue. We, yeah, once we once we got once we got our good sipping, we were we were all right. We could we could take this four hour ride.
2: You guys make me want to go run and sip out of a handle of Jim Beam. I really did not know that story. That's totally yeah. why you wanted to tell the world you piss excellence. Yes, so,
1: We're so dehydrated.
2: <laughs> so let's just continue to dehydrate ourselves. Uh, no yes. big deal. Okay, let's lead it into let's take that celebration to the moment because the Olympics are here. Uh, finally, I'm so excited. I am such a big fan of watching swimming. Um, a lot of people don't know, but I swam competitively for 10, 12 years. What? Um, oh, it is my favorite. Um, part of me wanted to swim in the Olympics one day as a little girl. Okay. Side note. Um, Rich, you posted something today. <laughs> Where's the footage? Yeah. You told everyone. Where's the footage? Where's the footage?
0: I I, I didn't, I don't have footage, people. I just say shit to trigger y'all (laughs) because I think it's funny. I so I posted on my uh on my Instagram a photo of us at air uh opening ceremonies. You look like such a tourist. It's you well, because look at the clothes they have us fucking in. We look like the Griswolds wearing fucking berets. Look, he's like, come on, Russ, come on, Russ. Look at the first of all, roots they got a lot of heat because Roots is a Canadian company and they were outfitting the USA. And then I think Ralph Lauren stepped in cause he's, you know, obviously an American company. Is um, he- Yes. Well, Ralph Lauren is American, but point being is that, yeah, they gave us the outfits. Look, we were just happy to be there, but I don't have the footage. I've never had the footage again. Do you remember at the beginning of this, when me and Channing were talking about our takes, how we like to kind of say things and then back up and see what's happening. Everyone's like, where's the footage. We want to see the footage. It's like, That's from like, I don't even know if there is a machine that could play the footage that's on that recorder that VHS. Yeah. It's terrible.
2: P.S. The hashtag Tim Duncan is hilarious. And I also just recognize that Pop is in this. Did Pop like you at that time?
0: He liked me before I was on his team. (laughs) Pop liked me before. Before I was on San Antonio. Yeah, Pop liked me. No, it was fun, man. The opening ceremonies prior to winning the championship was the coolest thing I had ever experienced. Um, uh, Just being there with all the athletes from different countries. And you're like, hey, and they're like, we're the Swedish, like, <laughs> shot put, pop, shot put. Like, yeah, we're like, cool, like, we're the, the, the. and it's just like, there's sports that, like, you're not familiar with, but you also respect. Like, you meet this girl and you're like, she's like, oh, I, you know, I was like, what are you doing? I like, oh, I'm running the 400. And you're like, you're one of the fastest people in the fucking world, that's kind of cool. That's kind of <laughs> cool. I don't know if you're gonna win or not, but like the fact that you're here re- representing the United States means that, you could whoop my ass in a 400 meter. I know that's for sure. Do you no, think no, when they, they met you
2: and they were like, "What sport do you play?" and they were like, "Oh, no, but I'm the but best I w- in the world. You're going to win the gold." No, no ah, said that.
0: they knew better. I will say this though: it was very, cool. it was very interesting, right? Because I went to school with a bunch of Olympians, like at Arizona. So um, uh, there was a track and field uh, girl that we were in school with. Uh, breathe and like Jenny Finch. And there was a bunch of Olympians from Arizona. Uh, there were some swimmers that were there. Amanda, beer. What's her name, Amanda. Yeah, Amanda beer. So it was yeah, like, I know. was kind of out like joking with a bunch of the Arizona people, but most of the, the other guys were kind of like in their own space till it was time for us to go. So a lot of people were kind of critical of the guys like, oh, why don't they want to come hang out? I'm like, dude, you don't understand the amount of tension these guys get fast forward. We're at opening ceremonies and every country is breaking the line and their groups to try and come take pictures with Tim Duncan, to try and come take pictures with Allen Iverson, to try and come take pictures with LeBron. And it like, I think the other athletes in the U S could see that these guys were just not feeling comfortable with this attention. Then by the end of the ceremony, you had like cross country, like athletes, like helping to protect these guys because they're like, guys, like let these guys be, And so it was funny to watch, it's funny to watch like some of the athletes being like what they think they're too cool to come hang out. But then by the end of the night, they were the same athletes that were trying to protect these guys to give them some privacy. It was just because I was there with the athletes, you know, I fucking talk to everyone like Channing. So I was just hanging out. But to watch the change in the same people that were critical of them, a couple hours later be like, yeah, I get it. Like, hey, like, guys, no, no more. Come on, let's keep our country's lines. It, it was it was kind of an interesting experience.
2: I think it's so awesome. I freaking love this time. Um, yeah. Obviously, we wish everyone the best.
0: Shannon, you think it's gonna go off? You think they're gonna get it off? Get what off? The Olympics. <laughs> you think it's gonna go?
1: <laughs> I think they're a little too late now. That car is down the hill. They can't stop yeah. it now. I just think, you know, <laughs> I don't know, man. You know what? I don't know. Um, it's just, I wish this is bad to say. I wish the basketball team was a little better. Like I'm not very excited about it. Well, like, not, I don't know why. Maybe I'm well, basketballed out.
0: I'm just well, who, that's like, well, well, who else should be there? No, it's not, me. and that's
1: the problem. I always think, damn, who could have been there if they were not hurt. Right, and that oh, is
2: seasons that. Have been what they've been over the last two years. Yeah. I mean, there's so yeah, much like,
1: that like goes like into it. I like it's to like see cool. dominance, like but, but Kawhi, it's like, Paul George,
0: yeah. Braun, AD. Yeah, but think about all those players. Think about those players. Kyrie. Braun, Braun banged James up. Harden. Kyrie banged up. James Harden banged up. Kawhi wow. just towards Bang. ACL. <laughs> towards right. ACL, Anthony Davis banged up. Like what, like that's the thing, like uh, this look, Trey Young, there's some Julius Randler, some stuff, but, like, let's not make it seem like this might be the best team, maybe not the most talented, but the best team that we can field together. For sure. For sure that. That I
1: agree with. Yeah. You know, and I think this is a great opportunity for Kelton Johnson. I think JaVale McGee's like, all right, I'm coming in here. I'm going to do me. You know, keep it pushing. (laughs) Judge life, I guess. But Kelton Johnson, I think it's going to make a big name. I like that kid's game. He reminds me of a like a a buff Charles Barkley, like he's undersized, but he rebounds. He's got like 20 rebounds. He can score a little bit. He's a ferocious. So I think that's what they need.
0: And I stand, and I stand by the fact that I want the U S to win a gold. I take pride in the fact that I am a part of the only team to win a bronze. Like I take pride in that. I don't want them to take away my shit. Don't take away what makes me unique and special. Now I get to always talk about it. If somebody else comes up and they don't win the gold, or they don't win a bronze, or let's say they don't qualify. Next thing you know, what's going to happen is like, they're going to be the cool, tragic story, not us.
1: Well, get ready. That's
0: (laughs) how
2: you spin it and twist it in your mind, Richard. Whatever makes you sleep at night, keep you With that said, we got to wrap this up. I will say a lot has happened since last time we talked. And so um, coming up on the next episode or episodes to come, we're actually going to have a college athlete talk about the latest with the NCAA. How about that? I know you two are both very adamant um, about that. Kind of so that's something to look awesome. forward it's to. Awesome. We're going to dive into that. Um, but before we say goodbye, Channing, I know a lot has happened with Chosen. So just tell people where they can go. Um, it's oh, it's uh,
1: ChosenFamilyWands.com. Uh, man, oh man. Just, you know, long story short, and Richard knows this because uh, he owns Soho Yoga. Pivoting through COVID. <clears throat> Uh, you know, now pivoting, we're 100, well, we were 100% DTC. Uh, we're now going into... Um, What's DTC? Direct to consumer. Oh, okay. Uh, so
0: that right now, the easiest no, way to get it Don't speak the lingo, don't speak the lingo to us.
1: Oh, uh, sorry, my bad. Is uh, to get it through our website. Um, but as the summer progresses, we're going to start being in uh, certain restaurants in Oregon, California, and Washington. And then, um, so there are a certain amount of places you can get it in Oregon now, uh, if you drive up and want a bottle, but it's been can fun. I tell you, it's
0: can so I, can fun. I tell you guys a silly story about Channing? Yeah, please. So Allie, we're on the text chain. It's me, you know, Bron, oh, Kevin, Jr. Head. and yes. so Bron sends out a message like, yo, we should all go up to Oregon and like go try and drink all of Channing's wine. So everyone starts bouncing text messages around and well, just- Who initiated
2: I, this? Who initiated Bron, it?
0: Bron did, Bron did. He's who? Like, and I, braun braun initiated this okay. and i, I go like, I was like, like, like I was like guys i'll, I'll pitch in on, on the pj so we can do a day trip like go up there in the morning go tour his stuff drink his <laughs> wine go to dinner come back that night so Channing goes Channing goes at towards the end of he's like well guys if it works out i hope so if not thanks guys and you're like wait the whole <laughs>
2: LeBron and James just became the first billion dollar man. If it yeah. works out great. That's what, that's what Channing, Channing
0: goes, if it works out guys, if I'm like Channing, the whole group, all of your boys, <laughs> me, like, all of our t- 2016 group is like Channing, we're gonna fly up there. Instead of Channing's brain goes into like, all right, I got the restaurant, I got the wine, this is where we're going. He was like, well guys, if it works out. <laughs> let well, me out. at that time, at that
1: time, I was inundated with like 17 other things and my brain just absolutely overheated. But like, number you, one, Kevin is the also- which, What'd you say?
2: Can you please look at the camera and tell LeBron how you really feel and that you would like his idea to come to fruition?
1: No, But I don't know, know if he knows we don't have our own vineyard or a tasting room. But does not
0: matter that you just pick the nicest <laughs> restaurant and you bring all the wines and we eat the dinner and we do a tasting
2: of- uh, at the, Richard, that. you just keep allowing your that. doors. Richard, thing. you just keep allowing your doors at SoHo Yoga to be open to LeBron. And, and he'll continue to so uh, you know get the right mindset, okay?
1: <laughs> LeBron Jeez. wants just,
0: some wine, he just he, gotta he, ask. Hey, Richard, man, I really want to try out some yoga. Nine o'clock, I'm like, all right, well, I guess that class is canceled.
2: <laughs> Channing, never change. Shout out to Space Jam 2 as well. Oh, that's so good. I'm taking Apparently, the kids this dope. weekend.
0: Yes. I'm taking the kids this weekend, see it. Absolutely. That's another edition.
2: Who it? Another <long>. We want to thank the Wagner family of Camus Vineyards for providing us with some of their delicious wines. In addition to Camus Cabernet from Napa Valley, the Wagners made a range of other wines from diverse parts of California. We recommend trying them all. We're really enjoying sipping on them during the podcast, and we're also sending our lucky guests some Camus and other wines made by the family after each show.